Movie dopers. I am Brian. And I'm Brad. And I have drank 540 milligrams of caffeine and I'm still yawning. So I should have drank more. <laughs> Don't shoot for 1100. I'm not kidding. I have three sugar free Rockstar Pure Zero, 180 milligrams, and I have crushed them all. And it's only 7.14 p.m. And my last one was at 4 o'clock. And I'm... Oh, don't do that. That wasn't for the... That wasn't planned. That was really on. Yeah, don't do that. I have have issues. I got to go to the doctor and see if I have a tapeworm or something. (laughs) I wish that was my problem. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but today we've got a... Foreign film, at least from an American audience standpoint. Foreign films, just like accents, are all dependent on your point of view. But, sir, would you like to describe, say what this foreign film is that everyone's already seen the title of? Sure. Uh, a quick summary? Sure. It's about three idiots and a, and a girl. he both gave a summary and gave the title boom Uh, yeah to uh to sum it up quickly it's about three lifelong friends who met kind of three three friends who met in college essentially i don't know the proper term for what schooling they're at university they they've made a lifelong bond they can feel it in their bones and then as soon as they graduate, one of them ghosted the other two. And it's a, it's a tale of their time at university and the search for the third. I'm trying to combine the word amigo and idiot. And <laughs> I have I didn't think of something quick enough. So I decided to explain the joke I could have made <laughs> instead of actually making it. But uh I mean, this is one I've seen before, so I highly recommend it. Gave me a lot of uh, non-toxic male tears, as in tears brought on by the absolute non-toxicity of these brothers from other mothers loving each other like brothers do. That was going to be one of my questions, was how many times you cried during this movie? I'm pretty sure four or five. I yeah. don't know. I, I, I was going to say at least at least two or three. I was like, yep, uh, Brian cried here. <laughs> Brian cried here. Um, anyone who wants to see me cry, my uh, full-length commentary, video commentary is already on Patreon. If you want to go over there, there's three patrons at the moment um, and see me cry. But uh, yeah, especially on rewatches, cries are... I know I've been crying a lot at the movies we've been watching, and a lot of them have been rewatch cries, but under normal circumstances, <laughs> it's very hard to make me cry, especially sober. And then it's even harder to make me cry, usually on a rewatch. It probably benefited that there was like four years separated between my rewatches. But, uh, yeah, sir. What what do you think? What's your non-spoiler review? Um yeah, I would say that you wrapped it up pretty well. Um the it it's a movie that realistically takes place in about 
uh, 12-ish, 12 to 16 hours, but you see everything going back through their during their lives in college. Um, so it's kind of cool. It's a lot of twists and turns. Um, I was, I forgot that we were watching an Indian film. And so I was a little surprised when I got to the first musical part, but then I was oh. like, Oh, yep. That's right. Um, that a lot of Indian films use music for entertainment. And when it's not, when there's no music involved or in a movie, it's more like an art film. Was the so. first one all is well. I not, believe it it's is. It's technically not a spoiler because no one who hasn't seen it knows what the hell. We're yeah. Besides that, it might be a sequence, a song sequence. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think All Is Well is the first one. Okay, so this I th- movie, I, I, I think there's only two or three. So this movie does what you wish La La Land had done, and waited for its first song to happen. Yeah, and not out of the gate. Just completely like for absolutely no reason stuck on a highway. I mean, hey, I I'm always a fan of getting people uh situated with, or knowing what the movie's gonna be in the first sequence. So yeah. you know, I bond, mean, bond films have their action sequences and Yeah, they're cold opens. Yeah. So I just consider that the La La Land cold open. But this one anything non-spoilery to say about this movie uh no all right mine uh, well, uh... I, okay okay there okay. is one thing i want to mention before we get too far mm-hmm. that um this movie is does have trigger a trigger warning kind of attached to it mm-hmm. um and i'll i'll go out and say it just in case you don't you know don't want to watch a movie that deals with da, 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 da. If... a little bit of suicide suicidal thoughts attempt if you ever had yeah if that's something that does trigger you on that's that's a good good call i wouldn't have thought of that um but yeah if you have suicidal thoughts and watching people like if you avoided 13 reasons why then you should probably avoid this one yeah for that reason um yeah good good call um my non-spoiler review is this movie can go from the lightest of lightest moments to the darkest of darkest moments, but not feel strange doing so. You know how some things can try to tackle different um, or attempt different vibes and you're just like, mm, no, yeah, you kind of uh, missed yeah. on that, but this yeah. one doesn't, this movie does it really well. Yeah. And if you're so if you're comfortable with that, I'd recommend it. And also if you've watched all was it 25, 26 Marvel movies so far and been frustrated that only two men in the entire franchise each cried a singular tear. <laughs> and by that I mean uh Star Lord at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One when he sees his mom and he says mom and there's a single tear and then uh, T'Challa when he takes the purple herb and he says you were wrong and he cries. Uh, did um, Robert Downey Jr. or Robert Downey Jr. cry towards uh, at the end? Of the- I don't think so. I think uh, I guess. Okay, so there's some implied crying with Peter Parker. In the first one, when he loses the Stark internship, 
And then I think in the Infinity War or Endgame, he kind of cries. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we actually see the tears. If Basically, what I'm saying is if you watched over 70 hours of Marvel content and you're like, God dang it, there's a not, not enough emotionally mature, emotionally open and healthy men in this. And you wanna you wanna make up for all that lack of uh, healthy manliness. <laughs> you just want to see where I see where you're going with yeah, this. You just want to get sh- uh, just so so many men being able to f- be emotional and vulnerable with each other and not be judged. And if anything, it only strengthens their bonds. Go here. Or if you want to just get like your really uh, insecure male, uh, what is it, life partner to show him that it's okay for him to start opening up and be a, a man in 2021, uh, watch this one. This this came out in 2009, by the way. So Yeah, I was surprised when I saw that. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's something so rare to see in american media a man crying and it either not being made as a punchline or not being ridiculed by everyone around him or um, not have just won the world championship in whatever sport that they play in <laughs> <laughs> not not and not yeah not used as like the third act finale like ah oh, see how much he struggled he deserves it one manly tear. Um, if you've watched all the Fast and Furious movies, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you were disappointed that Vin Diesel did not shed a tear, <laughs> yeah, the closest he ever got was probably screaming, "So I got no choice!" <laughs> on a plane in a, a movie that might have an eight in it. Um, this is the movie for you. Highly recommend it. If you watch all of Ted Lasso, you're like, oh, my emotions are laid bare for the world now. You want to continue that train? Go over to Three Idiots, which which will make you laugh and cry. Mm. There was some, there was some, there was some funny parts. Uh, but yeah, with that, let's get to our ratings, sir. What's your rating? I'm gonna go because I had to think about this quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go joint but skunky oh why yeah it turns I, the, I, I, the I, I would i would i would say it's really good and then there's some parts where i was like eh, okay like i understand why it's here but like some of the like fast and slow parts of this movie just got me some All parts right. go really fast and some parts just seem like they drag forever okay and, and I... the amount of twists and turns in this movie <laughs> I'm going to go in the complete opposite and say an edibly mushroom. Okay. It was uh, a, like for, for context, edible is a B, but like this ranking system, I consider to be harsh, you know, <laughs> like an A is like that shit's rare, um, which makes the ayahuasca tier even more rare. So this is a really good rating in my book. Uh, in edibly mushroom because I think it's a B plus. Uh, 
and I gave yeah. it basically like a average to average minus. Ooh. So I would see, I wouldn't, I don't want to say C because that's got bad connotations. I would say like average it's to average minus. So below average for you. It's yeah, got too well, much like, fat. Are you saying like if yeah. you cut out half an hour, you would like it more? Uh, yeah, brought it down from two hours, 45 minutes, closer to two hours. All right. Well, let's jump into spoilers. Wah, wah, wah. If you haven't seen it, get the fuck out and then figure out if you think it's great or you think it has room for improvement. Um, yeah, sir. What, what was the most striking dragging part? What was the, what's the first thing you'd cut out? Um, there, there was a lot of like, there was a lot of like unnecessary, just like lingering too long for for some scenes I, i'm trying to think of off the top of my head probably when they were drunk um and they go into pia's room or and they run into her sister and like that bit kind of played out too long you probably cut out a minute or two out of there there's just little little snippets you probably just could have ended some things or you know refined some just just make cut a couple minutes here and there i think would have made a huge difference i think there's some some parts that just like drug on they were trying to make a joke and it just like dug too long like the joke wasn't hitting you and no, the, and then the, it felt long or the joke hit me and then they kept going with it and you're like okay let's you know let's move on <laughs> okay um is i'm wondering i'm just thinking to myself i wonder if it's because we're so used to 90 minute movies you know like where everything needs to the the rule in american screenwriting is start uh enter the scene late and end the scene early so i'm i don't know i'm just curious overall i would say it was it was a good movie overall it was a movie that i would recommend to somebody who's like hey you know i want to watch foreign films i want to start getting into foreign films and they're like oh i kind of like the indian culture i was like oh yeah i would say yeah this is a good movie um there's also some other foreign films off the top of my head pan's labyrinth um i'd mm. probably recommend stuff like that so it would definitely be up there in the recommended but i think it could have they could have trimmed it a little bit and brought it closer to two hours yeah and guillermo del toro is a lot closer i imagine to american filmmakers than any indian director yeah. <laughs> like anyone any indian director that brought was brought up making films in the indian film scene there's like five different ones hollywood tollywood things like that so uh would definitely be more prone to longer films since that seems to be the uh what is it the industry standard um yeah but i would say i mean overall it's the way it sits right now it's a fine movie i would recommend it i would have no problems with it i just to think to, in my head to make it just a little bit better, I would say um, we could trim trim a little bit of it. Fair enough. Uh, did you watch it with your paramour? I did not. Ah, because I, uh, I watched it. I watched it, or she was gone this weekend, and I watched it late. So I like finished finished it, ate dinner, and then <laughs> now I'm here. So, uh, so the moments that you said like Brian would cry at that, did you get any emotional reactions? And what were the moments that you were guessing I'd cry at? Um, I'm trying to remember. There's one towards the end. Um, 
when silencer gets electrocuted by the kids that was pretty that was hilarious oh, that tear. was like laugh laugh funny tearjerker because it just pulls you back to the beginning of the movie no it had to the one thing i've had to do with pita or pia um when, yeah, probably, when when she's feeling pressured to to stay at the wedding when she wants to leave um yeah probably that, that was probably one there was another one too um oh the um, the birthing scene um, oh i can i can see i that that could have been a trigger warning too but i mean it turns out good in the end but. uh i can't remember if i cried during that the one i know i cried uh and i'll probably always cry is after they bring the father on the scooter which is kind of played for laughs oh, a bit and yeah. definitely later but uh because he's like strapped to his back <laughs> mm-hmm. and then raju shows up raj shows up and he's like what were you doing like you you really brought my dad on a scooter you're so rec- like totally valid like yeah. I, as a knee-jerk reaction he's betting it, it's a safe bet for him to be ripping a new one into rancho uh in those circumstances but as soon as the doctor passes which is very it's very movie it's very convenient but he's like if you had waited any longer he would be dead right now and then just to see raj it click everything like makes sense like oh you did the exact right thing yeah and, and along with the the baby scene up towards the end too and uh I mean, and you just see it in his eyes like all his this the bit of regret for ripping into rancho at that point and then all his all the nerves that had built, been building up to that moment of like concern for his father's safety just release and like his a little bit of guilt and just so much love for his bro uh, yeah woo, woo. i've watched this three weeks ago and i'm like feeling like i'm gonna tear <laughs> up a little bit <laughs> Um, another, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, another one of the parts that they probably could have trimmed a little bit is when they were, when you find out that Rancho's real name isn't Rancho, um, and they're playing with the ashes, um, that could have probably been trimmed up a little bit too. I mean, they, they, they dangle those ashes for quite a while, watch them load a gun and everything. And then he even tells them like, it's empty. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) We'll empty it. (laughs) So, I mean, they probably could have trimmed that up a little bit or, like, made it a little bit more subtle than straight up saying it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touche. Um, it is kind of crazy how they just stuck a Scooby-Doo chase scene in the middle, yeah. and that wasn't the no. criticism. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, nothing wrong with the Scooby-Doo. Just a like little Scooby-Doo. less. Just a yeah. little less. A little less. I mean, the chase wasn't very long, which is good. So I'm okay with the chase only being like around two corners and into the bathroom. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just the how long they dangled those the wrong urn over the toilet for however long was probably just a little too long for me. Did you like how they calmly just sat down next to the toilet as a yeah <laughs> as a little triangle between them? It's like now I will I put down the gun and now I've crossed my legs and now I will tell you the story. 
Yep. And then the one guy has the gun. Once you get to the end of the story, by the, by the end of the story, he has the gun. The other guy has the gun. Um, Farhan or had had the gun by the end of it. Oh yeah. Um. Um. I, I, that was. I mean, this movie has a lot of twists and turns through it. Um. I think one of the first ones is finding out that um, the love interest Pia is her dad is their most hated like professor. <laughs> Or, the, I guess yeah. he I guess he's like a dean, really, because he, he's like, the head of the king. school. Yeah, he's like yeah, like the dean, university president. That's so weird. The uh, IMDb isn't being very helpful in terms of his name. That's so weird that he's not on the main page for IMDb. Um, do you want the actor's name or do you want the character name? Character name. Uh, Viru, and then his last name is. Sasha Sa Sasa Buya Budhi. Oh wow, that okay. It's never super mind. Long. Never mind. It, that picture is just really bad. No, really old. <laughs> like oh. he must have been twenty years younger in the picture that he's got. Wait, wait, he, time out. Does he have a mustache? He does not have a mustache. He has no Ooh. gray hairs. He looks like he's in a TV. Uh, procedural about a C- uh, CSI India. Oh, um, which I know couldn't exist, but the television sh- channel that produces CSI, I would does not care. Shocked, <laughs> I would not be shocked if CSI India came out. Yeah, uh, Bowman Irani. Yes, my bad. Yeah, um, so he's he's kind of like the main antagonist of this whole thing. Um, so having him be his love interest, um, dad is a kind of a turn. Yeah. Um, the finding out that, um, Rancho's real name isn't Rancho is a turn. Finding out why he did it was a turn. Um, the ending scene of him just bouncing, like getting into a taxi and just heading out a little bit of a turn, finding out that his real name was actually the doctor. Wagyu or whatever for oh, yeah. a scientist Wagyu <laughs> at the very very end is another turn. They're just a lot of twists and turns. I mean, they were fine. I didn't have a problem with any of them, but just a yeah. lot of twists and turns throughout this movie. Yeah, everything, every twist uh, tied directly with Rancho in terms of like his secret identity, him be having the record for number of patents held. Uh, things like that. That all made sense because it's all one twist. Yeah. There's just it's one extra <laughs> details. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's... <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 one storyline. It's just the twist and turns in inside that storyline. Yeah, you're not getting random twists by random off. You yeah. know, like mill- <laughs> millimeter is not like some secret spy agent who's sent to kill everybody like you that's not that kind of twist we don't find out that five years after university rancho got superpowers yeah. <laughs> complete by alien rock not by one of his experiments you know <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. yeah i mean it was it was in, it was interesting it was for sure interesting um they're the way that they tell stories and uh the way that it was subtitled was kind of interesting um because some of it's i would say 15 to 20 percent of it's in english 
Oh yeah, and even, yeah. And even with the English subtitles when they speak English, I mean, it's not right. Um. Oh. Oh yeah, it doesn't match the subtitles. It doesn't match the subtitles, even though it's in English. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I I liked. Uh, <laughs> I think one of my favorite continued bits is the mint sauce. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All the way. They use it all the way through to the end. Yeah. They. Uh, and variations of that, like losing the that fancy watch, um, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> You know, even Pia even uses it to uh, catch them with her dad or expose them for crashing the wedding. She's like, oh, can you show the, can you explain it to my father? Because he's very stubborn sometimes. Like, oh, yes, where's the mint sauce? (laughs) So here, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Mint sauce goes good with everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, because he, I think that's what he says um, when he's, uh, fixing her soon-to-be husband's um, wedding outfit, he puts oh, the mint yeah. sauce. Puts mint sauce on the outfit. He's like, "What were you thinking?" <laughs> like, mint sauce goes on everything. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, my five thousand dollars suit, or whatever currency it actually was that she hears it from the other room. I think. Yeah, because um, that was like that was like his big thing is, and Rancho was right the whole way. Uh, Rancho was rarely wrong this movie, if if at all. I don't think they ever kind of, you know, proved um, him wrong. He may have the, did wrong things for the right reasons. The the one time I can remember him being proven wrong was the pencil in space. Yeah, that's a weak argument. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know that the Russians used a pencil in space, but I mean that shit's. Uh, it's so such a delicate balance to keep everyone fed or at least hydrated in a space station with uh recycling their urine and shit mm-hmm. i i could imagine and martian potatoes yep <laughs> i i could imagine having gunk going through the into the systems could actually fuck something up so i believe like it makes logical sense as counter argument. Also, the fact that it took him years to, to like figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> or <laughs> four, four years because it was at the end end of his term there. Yeah, or maybe he like Googled it that night, but he didn't want to go back and be like, actually, because he feel like it was uh, weakness. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I bu- I believe it. I believe that that's why they did it. Uh, spent the U.S. spent millions of dollars to make sure that they didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> I, um, it was a lot of money too, because I, I've been told this before um, in school. That was kind of like one of the things. I want to say they spent like seventy million dollars or something like that to invent that to invent the pen. <laughs> it was something ridiculously dumb. I'm looking up how much did it cost to invent a pen that could uh, right NASA. in space. Yeah, NASA pen. Uh, wait. Uh, and pencils are flammable. This is what the first result is telling me. So, uh, a quality NASA wanted to avoid an onboard objects after the Apollo one fire. So there's another reason why to not bring pencils. Paul C. Fisher and his company, the Fisher Pen Company, reportedly invested $1 million to create what is now commonly known as the space pen. Uh, what year What year was that? Uh, I don't know. 
um we'll say 69 because i think that was when we went first went to the moon oh i thought that was just a joke <laughs> no, 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 no. My jokes are my jokes are little kiddish, but not that little kiddish. Uh, T- teenagery. Then there's another result that said no. NASA did not spend over 165 millions on a space pen. So, and then what? All right, the internet's just messed up because. PolitiFact proved that it was false. And then literally right below it is a Reuters article. Uh, oh, wait, never mind. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. The, okay, so just to get explain myself, the blue part, I'll read second, but the part that looks like it's the article says, to combat this problem, Congress approved a program and NASA scientists spent a decade and over $165 million developing a pen that writes in zero dot, dot, dot. And it said May 3rd, 2021. So I was like, wow, they're really still telling people false shit. And then the title was fact check. NASA did not spend billions on space pen. So even if they spent $1 million, and we'll say it was in 1969, that would be $7.5 million today with, the, um, with inflation. <laughs> so you, you spent... In our in our head, seven and a half million dollars for a pen <laughs> that can write in space. Hey, you know it's a lot less than they're spending on most things these days. Oh yeah, well that's because government contracts. That's a whole other story. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean we... it was it, it was it was cool. So the whole pen thing starts in the beginning, follows through all the way through the end, even to the point where. He says he's never given this pen to anyone. Are you going to be the first one? Everybody's supposed to raise their hands. Like, yeah, I'm going to be the first one. And then to have Rancho be the first one to receive his pen holds it all the way through the end of the movie, which is at that time, 15, 20 minutes of the movie time. Yeah. To gives it to sign his name and then um, finds out, we find out that his real name was Wagyu, scientist Wagyu or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, what is, does this credit show the full name? No, it does not. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't, I feel like I'm selling this movie short. I'm not doing a good. I mean, this is the spoiler section, so I haven't, anyone here hopefully has already seen the movie. But it even played with different filming techniques. Like when they went to Raj's parents' house, it's all in black and white. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like a 19... It was like coming out of a 1960s movie. Yeah. I, yeah. At first I was like, wait, is this Willy Wonka? Is this where we're going at here? You got the, you got the dad in bed. You got the older older women around him. I was like, is this like Willy Wonka? <laughs> um, yeah, that made sense. I'm, I'm remembering that because I'm looking at the mom's picture on IMDb. But... Uh, yeah, and then she used it to scratch his the father's itches. Oh so. my god! And then roll like the, the the bread or flour out. Just like no. <laughs> Ooh, I remembered another part that made me cry. All is well. No, well, uh, that may have we'll, made we'll me ta- cry we'll, later. We'll, we'll talk about that second because that's that's With interesting. But uh, no, when Farhan told his dad that he wanted to be a wildlife photographer and the oh. dad had gotten him the laptop, laptop. And, and then comes ooh. comes to grip and is like hey can we trade this in for a, a high-end camera 
if you need more money, just let me know. And that's a scene I would fight you over if you said to cut it down because I wouldn't the... I wouldn't cut that because that, that was <laughs> yeah. that was all very straightforward. And also the the room that it gave to breathe just added a tension of like, oh no, oh no, before they revealed that he had, you know, gotten on board with his son. Mm-hmm. Just that I I really like I, I I don't know if I would have been okay with it extending it another 30 seconds, but I like when those moments are too long. Um, like, the bring... ba- like, like the baby. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. That, that, like... that baby, that baby sequence was super long. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause it's just adding tension. It's like, uh, was it Zach Braff directed the second episode of Ted Lasso when, and when Ted is, holding the door open for rebecca to come through yeah she's like that was way too long (laughs) yeah one zach braff wished that he could have had a shot of rebecca walking down but the set they had actually wouldn't have allowed that because they built that or there wasn't actually a hallway and then he was like okay so how long should i hold this they're like just hold the shot on ted don't cut away he wanted to keep cutting between ted and rebecca it's Um, it's probably five to ten seconds of him of us just standing there watching him hold this door yeah, they literally told him hold it for too long. <laughs> uh where that worked for a one like a one-off joke. Uh yeah, just those moments of tension, just finding a way to extend them just a little longer just ramps it up exponentially for me. Uh I'm sure there's a point where you'd be like, okay, we've been here for five minutes. Is the dad right. ever gonna say something? Yeah, but no, uh, I, I think it held it the right amount of time. I think the baby thing they held it at the right enough time for that suspense, and that and was pan- so and, dramatic. <laughs> and then the painting back and forth between everybody, the mom, the 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 her sister that was on the webcam, painting to oh. the other people, and then of course he says all is well, and all of a sudden it gets kicked in the face, and it was just like. Come on! <laughs> I I love that. That was so corny because you clearly just know based on how it was framed that yeah. he just like flicked his thumb Flick, up. Yeah, flicked, flicked <laughs> it and it kicked him in the face. And I gotta say, like Amir Khan, who plays Rancho, is like one of the premier talents in India. Um, if you ever want to know if Pirates of the Caribbean could work without Johnny Depp, look up, up a movie called Thugs of Hindustan. He basically plays a Jack Sparrow s character, and it works so well. And it <laughs> clearly, like, they took a lot of inspiration from the first Pirates movie. Uh, not completely, but like thirty percent of it is like just Pirates of the Caribbean thrown into the blender. Um, and that's all to say, like, I can't imagine how challenging it could be for some actors or actresses to be both the person prompting something to happen and then acting like they're surprised it happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it would be like if me, if I needed to slap my own face, I, you're going to get me to slap my own face or be shocked that I slap my own face. You're not Not getting, you're not getting a good performance on both ends from me. (laughs) Um, yeah, just small moments like that. Uh, this was a big one when I used to do scene reactions and trailer reactions, but what did you think of Silencer's speech? Which one? Uh, the one where he didn't understand anything what he was saying and 
Rancho oh, replaced oh, one, a word. Yeah, he replaced. Yeah, he replaced a couple different words. Um, because he replaced. Uh, one, bo- bosom. One, one of them was like bosom or something. Yeah, and then one of them um was like, like screwing or like like he's screwing us out of money kind of stuff. I forgot which word it was, but yeah, it was basically like Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the the librarian that helped him write it is like having a panic attack because he yeah. told he told him I helped I, I helped him write this and he's like, see, this is why mindless mindless cramming is is just <laughs> nonsense. Or the uh, hypocritical guest who was just laughing the entire time, and yeah. the first time he gets the slightest insult, he's like. Oh, this is the type of school you've got. Jesus, I just spit. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Subscribe, follow the Patreon to see me. Literally, I literally, God. And and watch me try and find this piece of popcorn out of my upper lip and without sticking my finger in my mouth. <laughs> I well, oh. didn't even notice. Yeah, I've been trying to find it. <laughs> uh, Professional. You know, if you use a toe, that that technically is <laughs> within the rules. Did you find it immediately? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I've once had, actually, a couple other times, but I've had a the hard part of a kernel stuck in my gums oh. to a point where I could not excise it, and I just had to feel it for days until my saliva slowly broke it down. Oh, that would be so terrible. I would be <sighs> so annoyed. I couldn't do it. I mean, I would be doing everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm the people's hero for going yeah. through that horrible, traumatic situation. Um, <laughs> and then ha- also having dick. <laughs> have, having the um, librarian or whatever that helped him help him with the speech go behind that like little poster or whatever, and then faint at the end of at the end of the speech. <laughs> um. So so let's go back to all as well. I so was that's come- just gonna prompt you to go back. <laughs> yeah. So that's. I don't know if that was like the major because from my understanding, and I could be wrong. You're Indian wrong. Movie, okay, fantastic. We're all it. wrong. So I'm just kidding. Indian movies use their songs that they use in the movies as promotional pieces. Um, yeah, they. So uh, I, I would assume that all as well as like the the song that was promoted. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, I've gotten a lot of recommendations of either reacting to speeches like the silencer speech or scenes or to songs so let's see all is well three idiots sometimes it's a fan upload so let's see now the first one is z music company and uh the other one's music world so that's probably a fan one but yeah so it's basically like um was it Vivo Music? Is that here? I I have no idea. All right, so yeah, they use their oh, you're, movies. You're uh, and, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. V E N O or whatever. Uh. Okay. Uh, but basically, how musicians here use music videos to promote their music and get people to listen to it more. Yeah, movies in India will also do that which I think is smart, but I think actually I'm kind of curious to see if um, La La Land did that La La Land song. 
<laughs> no, it's all screenshots with lyrics. Except for like fan uploads. Yes, yeah, so, I mean so first so that song first off was it's pretty good. I mean it's very upbeat, it's very it's kind of catchy. Got um, a lot of soap suds in their hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then fire hose and um finally figures out how to make his drone fly back in 2009 which is pretty oh. cool I'm yeah just remembering the end of all as yep. well that's where i'm getting to <sighs> because you have that happy go lucky song and then he flies the drone over and sees the guy that threw away the drone hanging like <sighs> which is always a great idea to do where it like sets up the possibility for you know a negative and then brings us brings our emotions up and then takes it yeah like Um, jumping off a cliff (laughs) yeah have you seen kingsman 2 no ah well i'm gonna spoil one of the best moments i want to i want to see all three of them just because you talk about it so much have you never seen either any of them no no i've just seen the trailer for the the newest one with ross putin we got we got to figure a way to monetize this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this experience. Um. All right, but so there's this moment in the second one in some movie, which I won't say, so that you don't under, don't know when you might be spoiled for it. No, it's in Kingsman too. Um. There's a moment where the main character has these spy glasses on, and a friend is dog sitting at his house. He's not actually doing spy stuff, but the friend finds a lighter, which is a grenade. Wait, uh, my, okay. My external monitor went black and then came back for some reason. Anyway, he see the friend puts on matching spy glasses. It links up like a zoom call and he sees the perspective and then he sees his friend open up a lighter because he's going to like smoke some weed or something, but it's, a spy it's a lighter themed bomb and because he's a spy he's a james bond s spy so we get this moment where he's having where the main character is having dinner with his the love of his life's parents for the first time and he starts freaking out because he knows his friend's gonna blow up if he doesn't close the lighter so he's like shut it fucking shut it but everyone thinks he's just yelling at the father so you're having this moment like, oh, shit, he's fucking up the, the, the dinner part. Ah! And then, oh, shit, his friend's about to die. Fuck, 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 fuck. And then right at the last second, he closes the lighter and you're like. <sighs> and then the main character comes back to the dinner party. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, no, no, I'm so sorry. And you're like, oh, well, he saved his friend's life. But what's going to happen in this dinner party? And then all of a sudden, a missile comes in and blows up the spy's uh, house. So his friend dies, his dog dies. You're completely distracted thinking, one, all right, so what I'm, why it relates to this is because it did almost exactly the same thing, but compressed, where it brought all this tension, like, ah, shit, he's going to die, he's going to die. Oh, he's fucking up the dinner. Oh, thank God releases all the tension you're like oh this is going to be an awkward dinner now to explain <laughs> and then boom he dies anyway so 
Yeah. Maybe so it, maybe I just use that as an excuse to talk about one of my favorite moments from King's prob- Probably. <laughs> but it did kind anyway. of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but this brings you up in like a, a happy high and then drops you off the ledge. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like it when they do that because it you're coming off this like happy, 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 and then boom, like something happens, just like your whole world changes. Um so I I like when movies do that. Not I'm, well. Yeah. There's a couple other movies, um, drawing blank on them, but I know there's a couple other movies that do this too, where they bring you on like a really emotional high, 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 and then like the absolute worst thing could happen. Hmm. I, I know there's other movies that do that, but I, I really like that uh, trope. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any movies that do that, that come off the. I mean, tag. Oh my God. <laughs> At the wedding. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It doesn't do break, it like this. Break, break your own kneecaps. So I don't have to nothing. help you. <laughs> what? Break your own kneecaps. So I don't have to help you. Is that a reference to tag? Because I <laughs> no. don't remember. Okay. No. I'm kind of scared because I don't know what this means. <laughs> bust your kneecaps. Keep talking about tag like that. Why? Because it's a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd be the negative one on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you rewatch it with Bethany and she said, fuck this movie? No, no, I wouldn't put her through that torture. What? I was looking forward to you watching it with her, seeing if she cried. I'd rather watch Gone Girl and potentially go missing. <laughs> Ooh, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, Get reversed. Get reversed, Gone Girl. Are you going to gone your girl? No. She's going to plot my murder and I'm going to somehow disappear. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just scared of what news I'm going to hear in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so confused. Um, so weird. I, I feel like I have nothing, like I, like I keep running out of things to say and then every little detail we mentioned Boom! There's a whole bunch more stuff yeah. to say. Cause I'm, so I'm going to give you the torch. Where do you want this review to go? I'm going to let you lead. Uh, I I like how Rancho was, and we talked about this a little bit. I don't really consider him wrong at any point. Mm-hmm. He does things maybe wrong, but he does it for the right reasons or gets the right reaction out of it. Like pretending um, to be Rancho. Yeah, that. Um, the teaching each one of his friends what they're doing is kind of not necessarily wrong but you know you're doing it to hide things um the one guy with all the religious rings you know you're scared you're so scared of what's going to happen tomorrow um then the other one was uh, oh what is what his dad thought he was so scared of what his dad thought that's why he was being being stuck in that school instead of being a photographer and never mailing out that letter to that famous photographer um proving to uh silence that is silencer that um you know mindless cramming is just worthless <laughs> and that that thinks or the teacher day speech or whatever uh, um uh, proving to paya that you know marrying that guy was a dumb idea oh twice pia, pia twice <laughs> three times actually well no he didn't do it the third time that was his friends yeah but by by extension, it was him because he taught his friends good. 
Uh, <laughs> no, he just showed him how to use mint sauce properly. Can we talk about uh, Raj's? Um, what was the word that the dean or the head of the school used? Rusticated his rustication. Oh, you're talking about the two words that um, Rancho made up. Oh no, no. Um, to, although to I do prove- like that. That that was a great moment of teaching. Uh, when no, when the when the head of the school brought him in and said that he would be rusticated, essentially expelled. Oh, okay. If he didn't give up his friends. Yeah, didn't give up Rancho because he really really wanted Rancho's head instead. And uh, well, one, I really like how it was filmed, where we saw the fan get pulled off. And yeah, and then then everybody looks out the window. But uh, yeah, essentially, can we talk about Raj's suicide attempt, his recovery, and then his interview? Yeah, that that's a, that's a really good arc. Um, how'd that hit you on a first watch? Those two um, things. It was surprising, but not surprising at the same time, just because of the theme of this movie kind of seems to head that way. Um. I was wondering how he was going to get himself out of that situation. And I was, I was kind of picturing myself in his shoes trying to think of like, well, you know, I've got seven and a half minutes for this guy's nap to decide maps, nap slash shave to decide if I'm going to give up myself or give up uh, one of my best friends. And I was like, man, how are you going to get yourself out of the situation without being able to talk to rain show to like, Hey, this is what's going on. What do you think? You know? And then, to see him just like walk away i'm like wait where's he going and i was like oh no because they frame it so there's the open window a cord on the ground he's walking towards it and then yeah jumps so i mean it was it was wasn't surprising but it's surprising at the same time yeah it wasn't surprising because we've already seen others one, do it. other others do it and then kind of a mention of um his son the the main professor's son jumping off a off a train or something like that. Yeah, that's so. that's a huge reveal later on too, right? When, yeah. When, when was that? Um, well, I forget when. In what order? Yeah, I forget what was um, bordering that scene when Pia finally tells him. But yeah, uh, well, because and one of the things that's kind of a little bit messy about this movie is. This movie all takes place over the course of 12 to 16 hours because the guy's going to get on a flight. And then in the same day, they make their all the way to Pia. Does it only take 12 hours? 12, 12 to it's one day. Okay. And it's, um, and it's, and it's sunny when he gets, so it, it probably couldn't have been more than 14 hours because it was sunny when he gets off the plane and the sun was rising. And then um, when they get to the the lake or whatever, it's still sunny. The only reference of really time is I think when they were going to make that U turn to go get Pia, it was six. It was a six hour turnaround. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was a few days, but that may. Have well, no, because he even says how he, many times he even says at the yeah he even says at the beginning of the movie he's like I got off a plane this morning for this. Oh. <laughs> Because he fakes having a medical emergency. <laughs> um, ha- but but um, the okay. So going back to what we we're talking about, 
the recovery portion when everybody's trying to like perk them up and every time they say all is well and every this thing jumps <laughs> um and he was like joking with like oh he's gonna marry your sister and doesn't require a dowry <laughs> do you know who it is <laughs> and it was like he's a wonderful photographer he likes animal photos but he's like no 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 is it one of the first things he says like yeah he wakes up he's stop like you guys lying. Stop, yeah stop lying or stop messing with me or whatever <laughs> Because they they say his dad's good, his mom bought a two thousand dollar or two thousand rupee uh, scarf or something like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I forget the proper name for it, but a a sati or s- something like that. Sativa. It, it, <laughs> it has been a few weeks since I've watched it, but yeah, they had set that up previously, saying she hadn't bought a new one in like years. Um. Yeah, seeing the mom after she had that and him not wake up and her break. Yeah. That was the hard part. Yeah. I I I wonder and I wish they could have expanded on this a little bit more if she was given the money to go get it or somebody gifted her the item. Hmm. I would have to assume since, you know, they were the professor was joking, you know, they only make, you know, 2500 rupees a, a week or whatever on salary, which is I guess is like pennies the way it sounds um but yeah i wonder if he was she was given it or if she actually spent the money because i mean it'd be more heartbreaking if she spent the money on it knowing she doesn't have any to to not wake your son up for that i'd be i i guess normally i'd go i'd want it to be more heartbreaking just for the emotional element however i'd be willing to bet that it was a rancho yeah I mean, he he proves throughout the movie that he he has money. He has to have money somewhere. Yeah, like well, he he's probably getting paid a handsome little uh, per stipend. diem. Yeah, yeah, yeah from uh, from Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> he's the little orphan Annie. Yeah, basically, literally, literally, literally. quite <laughs> really smart, solving tenth grade tenth grade equations at at sixth grade level <laughs> or during yeah. sixth grade. It's goodwill, Annie. <laughs> no, the no, sun will come out. All is well. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your bottom rupee. All is well. <laughs> Copyright. Sing uh, a little more to say it's parody. Don't sue me. I was Rooster when I was in my first play. Well, we're not getting this monetized that's good good start good start i was rooster and annie when i was in like sixth grade and my my uh my girlfriend was like an eighth grader or i must have been in fifth grade eighth grader and then my sister in the play was like a 34 year old woman and that was my first role and i got a big ego because the next one they were like no one but seventh and eighth graders get speaking lines you'll be a monkey and i'm like i'm too good for this <laughs> and, then my and next here one, we I, are and then my next one I, I decided to be an extra in the music man to humble myself it's a real <laughs> roller coaster <laughs> oh man um <sighs> but then but, all, all of it turns out well when he, you know, finally decides, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. What, what, 
what do you think did you think he was throwing away that opportunity in the interview when he said that when he turned down the offer? i don't think he was i don't think he was throwing it away as much as he or, was being real to himself i guess yeah let me he, let me he, put he, it this way i wouldn't did, say he was throwing it away he was he was being himself did you think he was losing the job because he was sticking to his new principles i assumed that he was but the way that the movies turn out and the common tropes of movies with, you know, being so, being so real. What are you laughing about? I just really appreciate you got to go back. Uh, when I put this on the discord, when you talked about it, the twist, you're like cheeks got a little more red and they're <laughs> like, they're like perfect cartoon, happy smile. <laughs> like just the cheeks. I was like, this is perfect. Oh, this is man. so wholesome. Like you were like, but what it go? I'm just <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seemed like you were cartoon happy for a second. I hate this movie. I'm just cartoon happy. <laughs> He's talking about tag. Yeah, tag. <laughs> um, no, it's just one of those tropes that in movies that like when somebody's so brutally, brutally honest that it works out for him. Hmm. Um that you know I, I assumed you know yeah he's probably gonna throw away this chance but he's gonna chase down what he really wants to do and i was thinking about, i was like well what does he really want to do we haven't really found out he's not a photographer he didn't you know it, he didn't they didn't give us what he wanted to do besides being an engineer um i actually so likes that it's only three people but a majority actually wanted the career that they went to school for well you know? two out of two out of the three yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small majority, <laughs> but <laughs> but I do like that. You know, it, it could have been that he had another dream as well that that he was being right. forced. Yeah, yeah. But he actually wanted to be there, and he was failing. Like he was last in the class or second to last. And yeah, it was between him and Raj. Yeah, I just thought that added a good texture. And what's his and um, Rancho wanted to be an engineer, wanted to be a scientist because. He enjoyed it. I mean, he shows you that throughout the movie. Yeah. But yeah, he could have been a doctor too. Threw it away. Birthing birth babies with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I can build that. <laughs> <laughs> I can build a baby. <laughs> That's what you meant, right? Yep. Uh, uh, oh, there was something else I was thinking of, but I can't. Oh, all of Silencer's. But, uh, dirty tactics to try to be better, you know, like ha- putting porn underneath everyone. Yeah, so uh, that way everybody's rooms. distracted. Yeah, they're distracted the night before, so it makes yeah. them look better. Uh, that felt <laughs> that felt too real. Like someone was that insecure and obsessed with being the best that they believed the only way to be the best is to make everyone else worse. Yeah, he was gonna, he was gonna do his his philosophy was do do the best he could and then make everybody else look bad. Yeah, hey, essentially, he thought a rising tide sinks everyone else's ship. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do is provide the hole in the hull <laughs> with a magazine. <laughs> yeah, very sharp magazine. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I... He's a character that 
I know, I understand douchebag. Yeah, he's a <laughs> douchebag, but he's not really he's not really really necessary to everything. He's kind of like the if we we're gonna if you had to cut a character out of this movie, I think it would be him easy. I think he serves less of a purpose than Millimeter. Uh well, if we're just getting down to technicalities, without him, they never would have found Rancho. Mm. <laughs> but he, I, yeah, um, you could have done, I, you could have easily done that any other way. Touche. Uh, I mean, they could have got a random like uh, friend saying, "Oh, did you hear P is getting married?" And then I start like, down this trip. I like his function in the story the same way I like Batman villains. There's some smarter people than me who have outlined that every Batman villain is a mirror reflection to one facet of Bruce Wayne's personality. And okay. I feel like he's I want to I want to hear your Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I promise it'll be very ice. <laughs> uh and Silencer seems to be the inverse of that he reflects the darker path that each character could have gone on like and and he's that darker path yeah like rancho easily could have been focused on the money only and followed it that way and always is trying to you know use his patent or wring all his patents for all they're worth financially. Um, Raju, instead of praying, it's still flawed, but instead of praying, he would have been trying to sabotage others when he's in that interview and he has the opportunity to, uh, you know, give up his morals in exchange for the job. If he had done that, which Silencer definitely would have, he actually would have lost the job. Farhan, I doubt Farhan's making the same money Silencer is, you know. But he's actually well, he's he's not, and they because he says, you know, I'm I'm a multimillionaire. You're just a you're just ah. a photographer. And the beginning of the movie, which is September fifth or whatever, but he's truly happy, you know. If if they because... said that Silencer didn't love his wife. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, okay, yeah, he definitely just found the most attractive person and did anything he could to wed her. Wed. W-E-D. I'm not being dirty. Um, <laughs> you know, because everything is a prize for him. Every Every facet of his life is a corner where he could say, I'm first place in that facet. Um, and he's he definitely, if we're taking this to the extreme, he's reminding me of what a young Viru must have been like. What was the the dean's nickname? I know he had a nickname. virus. Virus. Okay, okay. Because his, his Viru was virus. Yeah. So he definitely reminds me of a young virus. Um, so well, and, think- they, and they kind of they kind of talk about that throughout the movie, I guess. Um, where if you're not first, you're last, basically, Rookie Bobby, where everything's a race <laughs> and you've got to be the first one to get there. And they even joke about it in the beginning of the movie when they're, they're talking about, um, you know, being one of 300 million sperm. You're being, you were the first one out of 300 million sperm mm. 
to get to get there. That. He said you're <laughs> you're always racing to be number one since before you were born. Yeah, something I've heard Kevin Smith say a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I really think we we wouldn't appreciate the good and the other characters nearly as much if we didn't have silencer. Um, yeah, I mean he. I'm I'm just saying if we were going to cut a person out, we could cut him out. I'm not saying his character is irrelevant. I'm, I'm just saying if, if we want to sh- if we want to cut down a half hour time, uh, <laughs> I, just saying he's up there. Ooh, I don't like those type of executives. <laughs> hey. um, the whole trip to find Rancho would have just been like, ah, are you enjoying the scenery? I am. never would have found pia i don't think i don't remember how they realized she had a wedding um um i'm gonna i'm gonna actually say that i think silencer is the most important character most important character out of the out of the first three outside of the first three and pia you know i don't know I, I think so I, he's in the I top five. I, he's definitely in the top five. But you know, if uh, I don't want to cut her, but if I had to cut one of those five, I would cut Pia. Because you know, yeah. she, the the most important thing I think that she does well, two things: help deliver her sister's baby, and tell Virus that. Um, their brother killed themselves, which makes him realize what he's done with his life. And then when the new baby comes out, says, "You can be anything you want. You want to be a footballer, you can be a footballer." <laughs> yeah, but he could he could have learned that elsewhere. You know, yeah. he he could have learned that information. Ugh, I don't and like have it. And having the twist, you'd lose one twist of her being his daughter. So yeah. then they wouldn't get a key to his office. But I I, I would. Oh, hate that to... that I th- I thought that was hilarious. Which part? Oh, the when he test. Said the, no, yeah, the test. But um, when he said when he's making the vacuum cleaner, he's like, "I need a vacuum cleaner." He's like, "There's one in my office." And then they both throw their his office key to Farhan <laughs> to go get it. <laughs> that and he looks great. at him like, "Oh my, like you motherfucker!" But you know, if you are looking for half an hour, just purely any half an hour, by losing Pia, you lose the uh, wedding that they crash. Well, no, not necessarily. But you lose the the money obsessed douchebag who's not silencer, yeah. Um, and then all that mint uh, shenanigans of getting her out of the wedding. Although I think it's a great emotional moment where she's kind of panicking, like any second now they're gonna find out that you are not actually the husband, and my only opportunity to leave is gone. Um, I would hate to lose that. But yeah, if you're if you're being a um, I don't want to mention his name, but the guy who Larvy Blinstein. Um, <laughs> I forget what movie, but there was some amazing movie, you know, something like Parasite Tier Level Excellence, where he wanted to cut out like half an hour, and they were like, "Fuck you!" So he's like, "Okay, you're not getting a great theatrical release experience, but." I'll I'll release it the way you want it, and uh, 
Parasite's another movie, another foreign foreign language movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. it's on, it's on my list of top one hundred movies I got to watch. I own a copy of it. That is a great movie. I have, uh, not, seen it. I have not seen it. That's a movie I'm glad will probably never be on here because it was so appreciated. It, was... <laughs> it, it did win a lot of a lot of awards. Yeah, we. I mean, it would. I'd be fine if we ended up reviewing it one day, but it, you know, I Under... consider Parasite nearly as successful as like Squid Game in terms of pop culture because there were a lot of people I met who watched Parasite and. I talked to a lot of people in Uber and Lyft and you don't usually get, oh yeah, that very, uh, I was going to say niche, but it's, it's not niche because it blew up, but, uh, that little drama that could from South Korea drama comedy. I think I haven't seen it, but I think, isn't there comedy aspects of that movie too? Parasite. Yeah. Hmm. If there, it's definitely not one of the main. Yeah, no. Okay. Like how rom com is romance and comedy, it's definitely not a dramedy. <laughs> oh, no, sir. There, I'm sure there are some funny parts here, but like, that's, you know, you'll ch- chuckle and shit, but there is no. No, 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 no. Uh, have you ever seen um, Stranger so- Than Fiction? yes i believe so that's closer to a dramedy than parasite is because i mean it's mainly a drama but you also get moments of will ferrell just screaming at the sky and be like who's that voice in my head (laughs) oh yes yes i I have seen that movie okay i looked it up i've seen it yeah so i wouldn't necessarily call i i'd call stranger than fiction Big drama, small comedy, and I, and Parasite is not even that. You know, it took me almost till the end of the movie to realize that this was more of a rom com than anything. <laughs> this one, yeah, it's very it it to it it takes a lot of uh, tonal elements and mixes them well. Yeah, because yeah. it's not really until the end where, like, yes, he has a crush on there on her, but it's it's not a big part of the movie until the end. But I love how his dream comes true, except for yeah. getting slapped in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I I also really love the filming. Like, all right. Oh, you said you had the budget. And we haven't mentioned that yet. Because this yes. actually ties into my next point. What's the budget in US dollars, please? What do you, th- on a movie like this, where do you think it would be? I, I mean, I'll give you the, I'll give you the, ru- I'll give you the rupees. I'll give you the rupees just in case you need it. No, give me the USD. I'm, USD. I'm saying hundred million. Uh not even Up close. Oh. Not even close. Well then I'm very impressed because the crane shots and the epicness of the scale, I would never expect a US version of this film. Or let let me put it this way. There is three idiotas in a Spanish language, I assume adaptation of this. So if it was adapted into English, I'd assume it would get a bigger budget because they know it's a proven property. But mm-hmm. if the first version of this movie was made in the U.S., I no, I'd say Little Miss Sunshine would be like a height of the filming techniques for this. I, type I, I think in the United States, there's a lot of inflated budgets um, on that, too, with, um, you know, uh, permitting and stuff like that where i think these guys were in other other countries you can kind of get away from stuff like that mm. um 
So I think there's some there's some inflation. Um, and if you were to take some unknown actors, how much how much was tagged? Five million. Uh, I forget. One of them. One of them was only five million. But this movie is uh 550 million rupees which is 7 million 7.3 million dollars jesus christ i was doing the math while we were talking about it i got it just jesus christ amir khan's but probably has some points on the back end because i mean 2009 i don't know where his career was let me look at this i'm gonna do this google (laughs) trends Ooh. I'm going to use that to search up Amir Khan and see how he was trending in uh, Amir Khan, Indian actor, search over the past 2004 to present is all it's given me. So Ooh, in 2000, he's from, he's from Bombay, age 56. No, he's Act, actor, director, producer, writer, singer, talk show host. Oh, man. Oh wait, it's showing it in the US. I went worldwide. Okay, so in 2008, January 2009 was right after a spike in December 2008, but it's steadily on the rise. So as far as worldwide Amir Khan Indian actor in uh, Google Trends, it is at a 41 in January 2009 and the highest it ever got in search traffic was a hundred was okay so at this point in january of 2009 what month did this release december 25th 2009 okay december so let's see yeah compared to his all-time rank and i'm gonna do november because december would be unfair um he was at twenty two percent of its of his highest in terms of search terms, but I don't know what that means in actual numbers. It's only showing percentage anyway, all to say he he was definitely not at the height of his career, so I could see him being paid less. yeah, I just think there's a lot of things in America that we we have to pay tax and pay tolls on um to do stuff like this. Um, renting out places. I think once you start saying like the two words wedding or a movie, I think everything's rent prices skyrocket. Um, and then the permitting that everybody requires and stuff like that to film. So I think there's a lot of like inflatedness in, into some of these budgets that, you know, they have to, they have to have a bigger budget because they know they're going to have to pay, you know, X, Y, Z to be able to even film this movie before you start paying anybody else um, just to be there basically. It makes sense. Um, um, like, like if you wanted to rent out a restaurant, you're talking, you know, hundred thousand dollars a day. Versus if you just wanted to go rent out a restaurant for a family get together, you're talking, you know, two thousand dollars, and you can have the entire restaurant. <laughs> uh, I'll also say I just found this article from October thirtieth, twenty eighteen, that whose title says Amir Khan explains why he takes a share of profits instead of fee for a film. <laughs> and and doesn't he? he he kind of explains that in the movie too. Was it when well, he's talking about all his patents? No, maybe. Oh, it might have been something else I was watching because um, they were talking about. Oh, it was a YouTube video I was watching. Never mind. 
Okay. It was a, it was about a movie or it was something about um um taking all the risk um that it's easier it's easier for somebody to say, you know, I'll give you a certain percentage if this succeeds because you take all the risk versus me paying you up front and you take all the risk paying them and if it flops it flops. Yeah. Same reason they say in Hollywood never uh, never finance your own project. Get someone else to finance it for you. <laughs> Somewhere else's money. So, so we talked about how much this this movie budgeted was. Yeah, Jesus uh, do, Christ. Do you know how much this movie made? <laughs> do you have a guess? In U.S. dollars, over a hundred million. Um, not quite. I hate you. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> yeah. Um, sixty-one point two million dollars, or four point six billion rupees. Ah, oh, jeez, those numbers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad we live in a country where our numbers aren't crazy. We're talking like a hundred, a hundred dollars to get a soda, and it's just a dollar, like in Japan. Because uh, Japan, I think, is like, was it one, one dollar is a hundred, hundred to a hundred and ten yen. See, if I, if our prices ever got crazy, I would just. I would just introduce a new currency like the UK did, but just call it the new USD. So like every $10 bill equals $1 in new USD or NUSD. (laughs) (laughs) NUSD. You know, just so everything could be a little more relaxed. Yeah. Relaxed, but not relaxed. Yeah, I mean now, like, now it's worth more. Instead but... of saying this this bottle of water costs ten dollars, you could be like, this bottle of water costs one new dollar. But yeah. Then everything feels normal again. Actually, that's probably a plot that the evil overlords running the behind the scenes have already thought of. Yep, it's it's part of the new Idris Elba James Bond line. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so what why why are the new u.s dollars called britishes <laughs> i'll take two britishes please for this cupcake there is a better version of that joke i don't know where we're going with that i left it out to die okay we'll let it, we'll let it die because i don't know where you're going with that i'm not pushing because you said idris elba which is a british franchise so if it's part of the oh, British order, then he's, he's, he's them trying to reclaim the U.S. by sneaky sneakies. So he's a British franchise now. I mean, Bond is a British franchise. Oh, Idris Elba is not a British franchise. <laughs> That's why I was like really confused. It's like, wait, he's a franchise now? I thought you were referencing my British, my, my Idris Elba Bond trilogy. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. I was just confused. The better version of that joke would be one queen. Every dollar is a queen. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, that makes more sense. Soon to be, soon to be king. I was trying to figure out a way to uh, use the sense joke and make it C E N T S, like point one. You mean point one queen? <laughs> yeah, my dad one jokes bo- don't one, work so well in Britain. One Bohemian Rhapsody, please. God, that movie was god awful. I can't believe it won for editing. It has worse editing than that 
taken three shot that I told you about. <sighs> I just can't get I can't get past taking two. Once once your daughter gets taken twice, I'm good. After that, you're just a bad parent. Which, which movie was that from? Uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think it was. You're right. I think that joke was well before that, but uh, I think it was, yeah, it was. I think it was made famous in Deadpool. Oh, much like the joke in Free Guy, where he where he goes, no, he's he's just resting. He's so sleepy. <laughs> that was the first time I saw that joke was in uh, the college humor bad man sketches with Pete Holmes and he kills um oh what's his name the guy who did the Parks and Rec filibuster filibuster his name is why is it not sure Pat Oswalt have you ever seen that sketch with Pete Holmes as Batman and Pat Oswalt as uh Penguin Mm-mm. I've so seen Pat- I've seen almost all Parks and Rec and I don't remember that that's it's not in Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. That's just how I can remember the actor's name. Go on YouTube and look it up. It's uh Patton Oswald as Penguin. He has Commissioner Gordon, and then Batman comes in and he starts killing goons. It's like, holy shit, Batman! You, what, what about your one rule? Like, I didn't kill him. Just when I fight bad guys, they get so tired <laughs> that they need to take a nap immediately after. Look at that little guy. <laughs> He's so sleepy. And then uh, Penguin almost gets the drop on Batman, but Batman takes a gun and shoots him right in the middle of the head. <laughs> and he's like, holy shit, Bat- Commissioner Gordon's yelling. He's like, you just killed him. He's like, no, he's just so tired. Look at him. Look at the little guy. He's so sleepy. So, yes, just like the uh, taken joke and fa- made famous by Deadpool, uh, Ryan Reynolds, I think, made the. Uh, no, he's not dead. He's just taking a nap. He's so sleepy. Made him made that joke famous and free guy. <sighs> that's how deep my reference brain goes. That was that was really deep. That yeah, was real deep. Balls deep. Balls deep. I've been watching a lot of offline TV, which I know you do because of the Mamma Mia. Yeah. Clip that I sent you, but uh. I've been watching a lot of offline TV and friends and I've just stumbled across a whole line of them trying to say or uh, dropping in these nuts <laughs> as a as part of their uh, their group's culture. Like there's one where a guy named Peter has uh, has his chat up and he's talking to them and they're like, hey, I've been playing a lot of Papa Bear lately. He's like, Papa Bear, you just see him search it up and it's an actual game. And he's like, I've never seen this before. Any reason to pop a pair of these nuts in your mouth? <laughs> He's like, you got me. <laughs> anyway, three idiots. Hey, uh, I can tie this back in. I can tie this back in. All right, tie these nuts in. Uh, <laughs> they must hang low if you can tie them. Um, when that when that professor was asking him what a machine was. And oh, like I was very... thinking about that earlier. Wow, a very simple, very simple definition of it, yeah. and then the other guy was like, "Oh, well, it's this, 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 this," and it gives him a very detailed, very long explanation. Yeah, the textbook uh, definition. Yeah, 
and then he gets kicked out of class and he was like oh i forgot something he's like what'd you forget and he was like oh an instrument that records blah 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 and you can for, uh, for organize future it. knowledge and stuff. yeah and he's like he's like what are you talking about he's like yeah. my book <laughs> like why don't you say that simply well, i you, did you, yeah. <laughs> so uh, i love his teaching techniques yeah i mean it was it was pretty cool and then to see him kind of like get everybody with he wrote his two friends names um and just kind of extended out the words and stuff like that were you excited to learn just now or were you panicked uh or you felt, felt anxiety rise <sighs> yeah because even like the one kid runs up grabs his book um rancho's yeah. book off the desk that he like looked through quote unquote um to find these two words and then even, even the teacher the dean. yeah it was like stealing other people's books or trying to find the word so and then they they make a device to change from car battery to like change it through and they name it after that guy the, the virus bi- inverter or whatever yeah so i mean he was kind of the butt of everybody's joke i mean i'm glad he i'm glad his character arc went the way he did which, which character was the butt of everyone's Virus. Oh, yeah. I was shocked to see that he still had his... I don't know if it was just a production thing, but do you think him still having his mustache shaved off at the wedding, the later wedding, was a production thing where they shaved it off for the movie and they couldn't Didn't get grow back? Or... Get, or was... Do you think that was a signal that, like... He had changed. Rancher, yeah. That... that it made a lasting change on him because um i'm guessing he wasn't so changed since they were back to marrying that douchebag guy yeah but he didn't have his mustache anymore yeah maybe because um the bet on him shaving off his mustache was when all of them get jobs yeah and then as soon as the one guy got a job you know he gets his mustache shaved <laughs> off and strangles the guy and then like if you if you next time you watch this movie and it's gonna be really hard to not see this when he's looking at the mirror he's almost laughing when they're talking about how ugly he is or whatever he if you look into the mirror he's like trying to like not laugh and then when they do the close-up on the mirror that's when he's like actually serious like oh i you know hate having my mustache gone but like when he's when they're first talking about it he's like almost laughing into the mirror Thank you I, for I, that. I, I'm going to look for that. Um, it's, it's it's funny because he's like trying not to laugh. And he's trying so hard, but you can see his face clearly in the mirror. So have you seen uh, 22 Jump Street? Uh, this box looks like a giant cube of ice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a moment when they're recreating the scene where they're getting ready in front of the mirrors before the third act. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned this from the commentary, but there's a shot of Jonah Hill and they're in front of mirrors. So maybe that's why I remembered it. But Channing Tatum says something and then Jonah Hill just kind of like closes his eyes and and just and opens them back up and is shaking his head a little bit. And you see the creases of his mouth start going up and they cut away at exactly the last second before he starts cracking up. It was so hard for him to finish the scene. Uh, anything else we should talk about because yeah i keep like i said i keep feeling like i've got nothing else to say and then we mentioned one one 
microcosm of it and it's just a whole other conversation um i would say overall i mean it was it was it's a fun movie um especially if you're interested in foreign films or interested in stuff like that i'll give it i'll give it a check hmm. um it's not 100 percent in uh hindi hindu hindi um it is like i don't know 15, what languages is it is like 15 to 20 percent in english and they use a lot of english words periodically through sentences yeah but bi- uh bilingualism is very common in india i can i can imagine bilingual so there's been plenty of films or out of the ones i've seen which is like 10 to 20 there's enough of them that are like half english half something else or a balance similar to that yeah i mean i i can definitely see it i mean with the amount of business they do with the united states and stuff like that i can definitely see um being bilingual having them be bilingual or at least use a lot of our slang and stuff like that so are you mentioning the English language part of it to show people that it's more accessible than like a parasite might be? Yes. And if you, if you were interested in, you know, starting to see some movies from other countries, this might be a good way to kind of break yourself into it. Um, getting used to reading subtitles, but then also being able to understand because they use, especially more towards the beginning of the movie, they use a lot more English. And as the movie progresses, they use less and less English. Um, but I mean, it gets you kind of gets you that feel without having to fully immerse yourself into, you know, a foreign film that's a hundred percent not in your, the language that we speak. Yeah, I kind of wish like I get why they wouldn't, but I mean, on home video, I kind of wish they would do the Squid Game thing a little, a little more. Not. 75 different languages on day one obviously that would be untenable but if you're gonna have partial english anyway it would be so easy to take the people in the film who know how to speak english and just have them do a dub once you know have amir khan come in and do a fully english dub or even a fully hindi dub yeah i checked i checked to see if there was and there wasn't yeah no there's not i don't I don't even think there's more than English subtitles on Netflix. Nope. Just yeah. just English. That's so curious to me. Cause I would, Eng- English, and I think there was Hindi subtitles. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, this feels more similar to how Parasite and Squid Game could really connect with other people. You know, with their stories of poverty uh, against a an uncaring elite class i could totally see a lot of people connecting with the pressures of school you know maybe in france or or hell in south korea you know (laughs) (laughs) this this might be a very welcome film there that people could connect with i mean i know it's not so much an issue here since there are english subtitles but you know, if there was an English dub, it could definitely, I know a lot. I'm sure there's a huge chunk of the U.S. population that just avoids anything with subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mean I, th- I, think, I think this is a good, I think this is a good cross. I mean, if, if not everybody here could be edu- properly educated about COVID, 
(laughs) (laughs) and really stick their grounds with the fake information they found on the darkest parts of the Google search page. I'm sure some people like, ugh, reading for three hours. What a chore. (laughs) If they can't make a 20-minute Google search to find accurate information on COVID. Um, Oh, man. But um, yeah, I would say this is a good, I I would say this is a good cross. hmm. I would say this is a good entry point. Um, It's funny. It's not hard to watch. It's entertaining. So I would say this is a good good break in point for for somebody, especially if you know Indian films is kind of where you wanted to go, where where your interests lie. I'm curious. I, I would like in the next month or two for us to review Padmavat, which is definitely different. It's like an this is uh, it comes from a myth from India, so it's not this. But the way I would describe it to an american audience is it's kind of like helen of troy in india with a guy who looks like uh jason Mom- oh that's crazy jason- <laughs> looks like jason momoa in game of thrones like literally oh. i think there was an article that was like yep they stole jason momoa's <laughs> uh, costume for hey, this movie bollywood does it again it's either this movie or another movie um so I think I put that asterisk because I think Helen of Troy actually was in consensual love. Was Helen of Troy, did, was she good being with either person? I don't remember. Uh, never mind. Fuck, fuck my example. It's just I'm a sure there's, big there's... epic, like, uh, if you ever saw, speaking of Brad Pitt, the movie Troy. Mm-hmm. And Helen of Troy. If you saw that, or you know any uh, swords and sandals epics, not Gladiator. <laughs> that seems a little smaller in scale. Three hundred. Let's do it. Kind of three hundred, but like having a soul. <laughs> wow. Three hundred is a little soulless. The yeah, one time, I, I... the one time I perked up was when a a spartan died because i was like holy shit we've just had hours of them being fine and one died wow and then (laughs) half an hour later all of them died so i'm like all of them but one the blind one i will say michael fassbender made the most out of that role did you remember he was in that movie nope yeah that's what i'm saying (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) you did a good job um but yeah, I, I my point being, I'd wonder if a more intimate character-focused story like this or a bigger epic would translate more with an audience if it's foreign language. Because here, uh, we love Marvel, you know? Yeah. It seems as we go along, the the videos on YouTube that break down everything that's wrong with a marvel movie or every easter egg in the background ever (laughs) that too but like uh a mauler or every frame of pause like though they'll do 10 to 12 hour live streams breaking down everything that's wrong or logically inconsistent in a marvel movie i recommend the black widow one and 
more importantly, I think they're majoritively right with their points. All meaning that as the Marvel movies seem to get a little uh, progressively more flawed, the box offices go oh, higher. Wow. Yeah. So I, <laughs> and obviously and, we're not going to see Little Miss Sunshine in theaters anymore. And that, and that's crazy considering they are really trying to shoehorn in a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I still like the Marvel movies, but I agree with the goals of like every frame of pause, which is if we keep getting movies like this that are being lazy because it's not affecting box office, then we will only get worse and worse movies. Uh, Anyway, basically I I'm curious if a foreign film hits better, if it's boom, boom, bang, bang, rather than this is my life calling. And I I can cry. (laughs) I think, I think it's just, it's an easy watch. Hmm. I don't think it's overly complex. I think everything's pretty straightforward um as 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 it's presented not necessarily storyline but as it's presented it's pretty well straightforward i don't think you're gonna get tripped up on a whole lot of things i don't think you're gonna be like oh wait are you telling me that you know i've been watching this movie for two and a half hours and i just now figured out that the the daughter is actually the the daughter yeah the the daughter to the uh the main bad guy the main antagonist of the movie how did i miss that I, i just think it's it's easy to watch it's partly in english straightforward it deals with a lot of things that we kind of deal with on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. um not so many moving parts not so much not so fast paced so I, I would say that i would say i would rather have somebody get into a movie like this mm-hmm. than boom boom bang bang you know like transformers if it was in wasn't in english oh fuck that. no no <laughs> is not Transformers. i'm i'm curious to see if you still agree with what you just said once you've seen padmavad has uh let's see it would kind of to to think of old movies well i don't know i'm trying to think of like a really good action film i guess it would be the difference between since we were talking about ryan reynolds the difference between watching the proposal and watching deadpool i mean obviously more people watch deadpool but I'm curious if in terms of foreign films, the same is true where it could connect with a bigger audience. If I think it's, I think having something more relatable would connect broader than having something that's funny, but at the same time, like it's a lot of, it has to do with a lot with our, our slang and our, the way we think of things over here that may not translate very well to a country that, you know, maybe is ruled by a dictator <laughs> yeah where having a, a love interest is a little bit more relatable because it's more real worldly than having a superhuman that um you know has his arm chopped off and regrows it <laughs> on that note <laughs> maybe hands yeah this was uh <laughs> this <laughs> feel like we should cut it out because i've or cut no, not cut it out. End the episode because I, I'm saying things that pro- I could probably say with five words with fifty words. So <laughs> to end people's suffering, uh, that was three idiots. Um, would you ever watch this again? Because 
it got in my eyes it got a bad rating with you i would probably watch it again if if my wife listened to this and said you know what let's watch it i would say okay let's do it when I'm, but does I'm, she but listen I'm, to the spoiler reviews before watching the spoiler part before watching something with you i'm not sure i have to ask okay i hope she doesn't get doesn't listen to this spoiler part if she decides to watch it yeah but if, if she if someone said hey let's sit down and watch this i'd watch it again i'm probably not gonna pick it you know if i'm sitting at home like oh man what should i watch you know probably won't pick this movie but if somebody said hey you know let's watch this i'd say okay let's do it i'm good with it nice all right well what was our outro again <laughs> the new one that was three idiots for me it was an edibly mushroom and for me it was a joint that was slightly skunky but ultimately it was pretty dope because movies are dope <laughs> I'm, I'm brian at movies are dope i'm brad at brad f912 and bye bye i don't know what i'm referencing but i'm referencing something <laughs> maybe yvonne from offline tv bye bye and <laughs> shit i wasn't ready to stop recording i'm gonna leave this in because it's stupid <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>